thanks for listening to the weirdest stories from around the world on Weird AF News with your host, Comedian Jonesy. Weird AF News. Weird AF News. And I say, it's so weird. You're gonna love it. In order to close the orgasm gap, the National Film Board launches a game to teach people about the magic of the clitoris. A man that was lost in the snow for five days survived on Taco Bell sauce packets. And the employer of a man who was allegedly resurrected by a South African pastor wants him back to work because the resurrection was fake and the guy even faked his own death. Wants him back to work. You get back to work. These weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. I'm the host, Jonesy. This is the only... Daily Weird News Podcast hosted by a comedian. I hope you're enjoying it, my loyal listeners, my fellow weirdos. Let's get into it. In order to close the orgasm gap, the National Film Board launches a game to teach people about the clitoris. Sweet. The article says pretty well everyone knows what a penis looks like, whether in the flesh, in the form of sex toys, or from depictions scrawled on the walls of public washrooms. But a woman's clitoris, not so much. You find those drawn on washrooms. I've seen many of them. Um, They're fun to draw. (laughs) Well, anyways, enter the National Film Board of Canada, which on Monday, that's today, launched an interactive game for mobile devices that takes a playful, informative approach to female sexual satisfaction and the role of the clitoris. It's called Clit Me. (laughs) Yeah, it's a five-minute game developed in collaboration with eight students from the Université du Québec en Montréal as part of an eight-week internship program in the digital studio in Montreal. Okay, under the direction of the executive producer Haig Sweeney, the interns were each asked to come up with an idea for an interactive project. Okay, the one that resonated most with the group of seven females and one male was looking at women's sexual health, specifically women's sexual satisfaction and orgasms. During their research, the interns came across references to what's called an orgasm gap between males and females. For instance, 2014 studies showed that when having sex for the first time with a new partner, 85% of men reached climax, but that was only true for 62% of heterosexual women and 75% of lesbians. So not enough women are reaching orgasm on the first time. Well, well the first time is like, uncomfortable for all of us. I don't... I, I, I mean, I'm surprised that that number is that high the first time. You know, 62% of women uh, reach climax on the first time. I, I, I thought 62% of women, like, <laughs> scream and <laughs> punch the guy in the face <laughs> and during the first time. And 85% of men reach climax the first time? I, I, I question those numbers. I think they're lower. I really do. That first time is just, a, it's, it's bad for everybody involved. It's never a good time. You're always like, oh, I wish I had that one back, <laughs> Right? It's just not good. Who's who's walking away satisfied the first time? No one's reaching climax. This is a this is a I, I question these. Anyways, who cares? I'm no scientist. Anyways, the group decided that an interactive game that focuses on the clitoris in a fun but fact filled way might be a, a way to help close this orgasm gap. All right, why not try it? Listen, I once heard a quote. The quote was this: "There are no political solutions, only technological solutions." I tend to agree with that. Uh, politics, I mean, does that really ever solve our, pro- uh, solve our problems? It's like human fallacy com- becomes involved. People's personal interests, they got favors that they need. And, you know, nothing gets done. 
in the realm of politics. Hardly. But technology, that's when shit gets done. That's why this, this app, you know, to teach us about the clitoris, probably going to work. We went from that and we went from that. Okay, so they're talking about, um, apparently, this person says the clitoris is not sort of very well known. And adds that, did you know the clitoris's only purpose is pleasure? A lot of people don't know this. All right, well, okay. So what we're saying, to close, the, to close that orgasm gap, is this app called ClitMe. When opened on a mobile device, the game introduces a player to an animated stop-motion video that introduces the anatomy of the clitoris, represented by a somewhat octopus-like avatar that the group created, based on the first 3D model of the female genital organ produced in 2015. <laughs> Welcome to the clitoris, everyone! I'm going to teach you about the clitoris today. <laughs> By the way, if you're at work, you might want to shut this app down. Okay, we learned a lot of stuff because the clitoris doesn't actually look like what we think it looks like, says one of the uh, creators of this app, noting that the players begin by customizing their avatar because every clitoris is in fact unique. Using tactile movements on the screen, the player's aim is to, quote, satisfy the avatar with different techniques to unlock content and statistics on female sexual satisfaction, moving through five different levels that end with an orgasm. This is, this is fun. I want to get, I want to download this app and try this out. See if, uh, see if my clitoris skills are up to par. <laughs> see how, see how quickly I can bring the octopus to orgasm. <laughs> I gotta say, I got some uh, clitoral skills. I definitely do. Well, you know, I'm old. I've been doing this a long time, so I know what to do. Um, but yes, I think this is a good thing because I think a lot of guys, I, I, I talk to women. I do. I talk to women. You might be like, Jonesy, do you really talk to women? Yes, I do. I talk to, I talk to a lot of women. Uh, I have a lot of female friends and, uh, I hear again and again, the complaints about them being, being brought to orgasm by men, by men, not knowing what the hell they're doing. And, uh, I hear this often, very often. And I think this, um, this app, Hey, why not give it a try? So guys out there. You probably don't know what the hell you're doing. So download <laughs> download the app. Download ClitMe today and take five minutes and see if you can, you know, learn a few things. You, you owe it to these ladies. You get it together. You need to satisfy them. How dare you not satisfy them? You're always, you're selfish. You satisfy yourself and that's it. Well, get with it. Download ClitMe. Well, I should reach out to ClitMe and see if they want to sponsor Weird AF News. <laughs> it would be a perfect match. A man lost in the snow for five days survived on Taco Bell sauce packets. This is out of Oregon. A bunch of you people sent me this, by the way, this article. So you guys definitely want to hear this, apparently. And it is weird. So apparently a man was stranded for five days with his dog when their car became stuck in the deep snow in Oregon. And they survived by eating Taco Bell sauce packets and periodically starting the vehicle for warmth. Jeremy Taylor, age 36, who I think we can now call her an, an official survivalist. In fact, this guy should... You know how Bear Grylls like, teaches you how to survive in the wilderness with nothing? We should have this guy. He teaches you how to survive in the wilderness with nothing but sauce packets, chicken McNugget sauce, just any, any sort of fast food sauce that you could come across. <laughs> All right, guys, today we're in... <laughs> Today we're in the Congo, and all I got is this sweet and sour sauce. 
from, from McDonald's. We've got, to, we've got to survive six days on 12 packets of sweet and sour sauce. All right, so Jeremy Taylor, age 36, and his dog, Allie, were found Friday by a snowmobiler on a forest service road near Sun River, which is about 180 miles south of Portland. Jeremy and Allie were found to be in good condition but hungry after being stuck in the snow for five days, said Sergeant William Bailey. Rescuers, rescuers shuttled the tandem out of the woods on a snow tractor. Taylor told investigators his, beca- his car became stuck in the snow on Sunday. He awoke Monday to even more snow and tried to walk out but was turned back. Too much snow. Taylor posted thanks on Facebook to all of his rescuers and to Taco Bell for keeping him alive. Thank you, everyone. I'm safe. My dog, Allie, also safe. I really appreciate all the help. Got very lucky. Let's never do that again. Shout out to Taco Bell. (laughs) The Cascade Range in central Oregon has been hammered for more than a week by a series of intense snowstorms. A friend commented on Taylor eating taco sauce from the fast food chain's packets while waiting for help to arrive. Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives, Taylor responded. What does Taco Bell have to to say with this? Like, Taco Bell should, like, sponsor this guy or something. I don't know, right? The article doesn't say anything else. My buddy Ben sent me this article and at the end wrote, what the article doesn't say is that he, uh, <laughs> he, died, by, he died by intense diarrhea the next day that he was rescued from the sauce packets. Which is a funny joke, Ben. Way to go. Canadians are so funny, aren't they? This is wild, man. I didn't know you could survive on Taco Bell sauce packets. But then again, you know, what do I know about survival? You know? I'm living on, although, you know, I am living on ramen and other such things over here in Los Angeles, making it work. I imagine, I'm trying to think, of what do I have in my car now that I could survive on if I, if I got stranded? Okay, so I have a bag of sunflower seeds. Yep, probably two bags of sunflower seeds because I play softball and I chew sunflower seeds when I play softball. My softball equipment is in the trunk along with two bags of sunflower seeds. Bam, got that. I got a bottle of water. Um, I got some caramels. Or do you pronounce them caramels? Candy? And these little wrappers? I got those. And uh, what else? Oh, I got a I got a weed vape pen. So I could get really high, <laughs> eat sunflower seeds with my dog. Uh, this is this is crazy. So, I mean, apparently, and we didn't know this. I thought, you know, Taco Bell's, Taco Bell's food, I didn't think, had enough nutrients to keep you alive for this many days. Never mind the sauce packets have enough nutrients to keep you alive for five days. Right? Who who would have thought? Like, if you were stranded for five days and you had Taco Bell's like soft tacos, let's say you had uh, ten tacos, like there, you would think to yourself, "There's not enough nutrients in these soft tacos to keep me alive. I'm gonna die in a snowbank." Uh, but apparently, the the sauce packets have nutrients to keep you alive. <laughs> this is the worst. Oh well, hey man, this guy's a survivalist, and I I believe he needs to he needs to have his own TV show. And how do you survive in the middle of nowhere with nothing but some ketchup packets? A man that was allegedly resurrected by a fake pastor now is wanted back to work. <laughs> the, the employer of the man in the fake resurrection miracle. By South African pastor Alf Lukau now wants him back to work, saying he's one of the best employees. I had to do a little bit of digging to find a religious leader named Alf Lukau was accused of being a fake pastor. He was filmed resurrecting, quote, 
resurrecting a dead man in front of his hon- in front of his congregation, and the video has since been shared on social media. Uh, the footage shows the pastor standing in front of an open coffin, talking to the bystanders. Lukau says that the man died on Friday, February 22nd, and was in the mortuary. He even addressed the deceased's sister. He went on to pray for the alleged corpse, and as he screamed, rise up, the man did exactly that. He rose up to the astonishment of onlookers. Uh, Apparently, this was fake. It was all fake. He faked a rising, (laughs) I guess, to sell t-shirts or whatever. (laughs) They're always trying to make money, these these fake religious leaders. Uh, before the fake miracle, the guy that was resurrected, his name is Brighton Elliott from Zimbabwe. He was working with a timber company and had been suspended after he showed up late at his workplace on Monday and was expected to return the following day, but he never went back. What, did he fake his own death? Well, you got to see the photo here in the, in the video of this guy being fake resurrected. It's just like, it's bad acting going on here. There are so many people watching. It's just outstanding. The balls on this pastor. His employer spoke to South Africa's media, said that this guy was a man who was dedicated to his duties, and so far he was the best employee in the company. He went missing the beginning of February. (laughs) The article goes on to say what a great worker he was. And then the guy says he was shocked to see him in a video inside a coffin with his mouth wide open and pretending to be dead. (laughs) He's like, that's one of my employees. The boss further disclosed that he had been soliciting other employees to join his church and perform the fake miracles for payment as as a part-time job. Whoa, so this guy, oh, the boss did some digging and found that this pastor's obviously paying people to to perform these fake miracles. Hey, listen, man, I'm going to give you $100. You pretend that you're dead. Don't show up to work. What's your boss paying you for a week's pay? I'll give you a week's pay. You don't show up. You're dead. As far as you know, you're dead. Here's a little money for your uh, wife to have a fake funeral. And then we're going to... Don't worry, though. We're going to resurrect you. You're not really going to die. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. <laughs> but his boss is tired of the shenanigans. The boss is like, I want this guy back to work. You, you've been resurrected. You're, you're now alive. You're clearly alive. Get your ass back to work. We need you in the timber company. <laughs> There's got to be a crime attached to this, right? You can't fake your death, fake your, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can't fake it. And then the pastor can't be doing, is there laws against this too for the pastor? The pastor should be penalized for this. You can't be, this is like trickery, right? To get people to give you their money. This is fake, false advertisement, false resurrections, you know? You got to do it. If you're going to do it, you got to do it like Jesus did it. You got to do it for real. Can't be screwing around. With your fake resurrections. What else are you going to do? Fake walk on water? Like, that's not water. It's a very, very shallow puddle. Fake pastors at it again. <laughs> this is wild. Yay! Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. I want to thank those of you who reached out to me over the weekend. I hope you had a nice weekend. I hope you enjoyed Florida Fridays. I appreciate you for tuning in as you do on a daily. I want to give some love to Amos Rule for uh, joining the Patreon. Thank you so much, Amos. I really appreciate that. Me and Amos have been going back and forth on uh, via email, I believe, right? And uh, also show some love to Diana Kaminsky for upping her, uh, increasing her 
her Patreon amount that she's donating, and I, I just love that. It makes me, guys, it makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside, and so good. I'm so happy and grateful for you. Um, I hope that you're enjoying the media that I'm putting up on there. I'm in the midst of creating a very funny prank call, but uh, I'm having a hard time getting through to the second destination of this prank call. Yes, I'm basically prank calling uh, a good portion of Florida driving schools to see if they'll uh, if they're willing to teach my fake son how to drunk drive. Because in Florida, you need to be good at that. And they uh, they I'm finding it hard to keep people on the phone <laughs> for that. Anyways, so that should be done any day now, and then um, I'm going to put up a bonus episode, make another video. I'm about to interview a, uh, a professional cuddler as well, and I'm going to put that on the Patreon. So you guys should join the Patreon, because it's just extra shit, and it's fun on there. Um, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. How do you spell it, Jonesy? Oh, I'm glad you asked. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. As always, you can call the show. Here's the number, 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me some articles. Love it. Weird shit that you find going on in Florida. Send it to me. Uh, do you live in Florida? Don't call me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, also on social media, you can find me at Funny Jones on Instagram, at Funny Jones also on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I want to thank you very much. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Yeah.